1: Like you said, I'm just coming outside to work. But I guess that's my downfall. I don't know. Yeah,
0: because you're new here. So that's another thing. You you're in a fraternity, so you gotta use that. That's one of the biggest platforms that we have. You gotta use that because y'all, y'all, y'all big down here. Mm -hmm. I mean y'all big everywhere, Mm -hmm. you feel me, but ultimately you're in the predominantly black um city. And it's it's nothing but black ownership, entrepreneurship, culture. And that's what you are. You're on your own platform. Yeah, for sure. I always tell people this you already at no. You're already at zero, mm-hmm. so the only thing you can do is turn up. You can't go negative, not for sure. You only can turn up more. You only can meet more people that can help enhance your livelihood or put you in direction of some bigger stuff because this platform could be big enough to go and like revolt, mm-hmm. you know, BT. But I got those connections, and that's a phone call away. But you'll never know that unless you have these conversations with people. Facts, you know what I mean. But and I think I just I don't know because like I think I'm.
1: Like I said, man, I go outside, but I'm just outside to work. It ain't like, I ain't really outside to uh, make friends. But if, I, if I'm working and I make friends, I ain't about to shy away from it. Like, I ain't just an yeah. idiot. It's just, <laughs> I'm only going outside when there's events and events that make sense for me. You and know what I'm saying? And you're a natural people person. That's yeah. like
0: what you, you know, even in college, that's how you was. Are you want to take yeah. a drink with me, bro? You know what?
1: Yeah. What, oh, is that? Uh, it's cool. Vodka? Nah, it's not vodka. But uh. and I don't want to tell you because you want to judge it.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I am going to judge it. But yeah, I can, you can tell you, looking at it. Can you
1: give me it. two cups of your mama, please? Well, we gotta get, pop one you, of these there. You
0: get a couple. Yeah, open one of these there so I, I can mean, chase it. I'm,
1: I got some juice
0: shit. for you. I I'll got some shit. juice, yeah. No, I don't want juice. I want some old link. Okay, I mean, whatever. I had a long week. I got you. you. Know, man. We I go got to you.
1: Miami on Tuesday. I got you. I got you. I want you to taste it and tell me what you that's think. That's what I do.
0: I can do that for
1: you. For Cause sure. if I tell you what it is, you're gonna judge. I'm gonna tell you after you taste it. No, I I'm gonna do it regardless,
0: whether you tell me or not, because that's just me. Okay. But uh
1: But how you been, dog? Like, I mean, I feel like See, so, we only see each other in our, how long we known each other and how long we seen each other. Probably like twice. Twice. In maybe like three a, times. In a six-year span. Yeah, so, and <laughs> I was about to say that, so. Maybe longer than that. I'm low-key downplaying it. I think I met you in maybe, maybe 2016, maybe. Dell State. Dell State. You was doing a show there, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was dope, too, man. That's correct, right? Yeah, but I don't know. If it, it probably was 2016. What, what was that? Like, six years ago? What's that? I That's even. still six years ago. Damn, that's crazy. Hey, I had fun at Dell
0: State too, man. How's it been since then? I mean, since that, I mean, life has definitely been refreshing and more flourishing. How, how, how would you um
1: categorize that moment in time in your career? Because it was still kinda that early. That was still
0: early. Definitely early. You know what I mean? Um yeah, I would say definitely early. What do you remember about that time? Um I remember uh the team that I was traveling with at the time. The, uh, everything I did at that time, was un it was not structured. So that's why I always remember um, that not being the most, that wasn't the structured part of my career or my life. It was more so freelancing. Because you're in this business, entertainment, you're constantly growing. Mm-hmm. But the two biggest things is, uh, well, you got this one open already. Mm, I mean. Well, the first one, okay, okay, okay. Oh, you
1: can have some of that too. I was just trying to.
0: Y'all so funny the way y'all, y'all accident is from Baltimore. Come on, dog. And it's so crazy because I'm I'm so tapped in with Baltimore so much. Like, you gotta pull your own play. Singer, the, uh singer, songwriters, I deal with them. You know Montage, right? Yeah, I know Montage. That's I, yeah. my guy. Yeah, he's out in uh Arizona. He moved? Yeah, he moved to Arizona. He's doing major stuff, man. He write for Blast, write for Chris Brown. What the fuck? Yeah, he's insane. And then That's the hard. other cat that wrote that that produced the single that I'm about to get ready to drop, he from Baltimore too. Who? Uh his name is Pooh. But it's I forgot he's like a short, light skinned, chubby dude. But it's so crazy because I ran into him just as well. I never met him. Mm-hmm. I just had to be I just got the song right when I was on tour and I just cut the record like two days ago. But what ended up happening was I met uh I'm in Buckhead at uh, uh what's the damn spot? Uh Cheesecake Factory with okay. the Kids and Shorty and he was like, yo, is your name Nick Lavelle?" Everybody keep coming up to me because they, they people are either recognize me from shows or they recognize my chain. It's just so much stuff that be happening. But that shit was funny because it was him. I was like, wow, this is a small world. That's crazy. I was just talking about him and then
1: just met him. So, you taste it? About to right now. So what you think? Oh, my manners. I'm sorry. What's popping, everybody? Mr. J-Hill. Another uh, dope, dope episode. I got um, special guests. As you can see, we just talking. We just vibing. My guy Nick Lavelle was here. Um, originally from Boston. I'm I said, we y'all talking about Boston? I'm originally from Detroit, <laughs> Michigan, yeah, yeah, yeah. right?
0: yep, yep. yep. Um, I met
1: I met this guy in Delaware at Dell State. I was hosting a, a step show, and you know they be having like performers going, on, and you um, was performing. Uh-huh. and I was asking you, how do you categorize that time in your career? Because for me, it looks like you was moving, like you was doing, you was do, you was doing a school thing back then, uh-huh. and to hear you say like that was when it wasn't even like organized and mm-hmm. I'm like damn and that was fresh in your career so you was telling me about the uh, the story in the back end about it
0: so I wanted to finish yeah definitely uh I, I would say it was like in the beginning stage it was probably towards the I would say the end of the beginning mm-hmm. uh, like the the transition when it, um, before it got real yeah but I had a lot of like trials and tribulations I went through even just from 2016 mm-hmm. all the way till now you know since dealing with cases going to jail um having children yeah cases for what yeah i had got caught up uh doing some bulls like what I had, i'm trying to think i'm trying to think like i was fighting it I, I had got this is this story is so crazy now that i think about what it what was it you I'm ain't about tell to tell yet. you I'm, I'm, I'm about to tell you, you. <laughs> but it's so it's it's so much to it it's it's, it's, it's smooth actually oh, you shut that door if you don't mind um i'll hear that it,
1: go
0: but it's actually it's a little it, smooth it's smooth this right here. yeah it's smooth, smooth. you it's like smooth? it uh, i got it. got a grown me yeah i knew it too i swear no I you did it no listen i'm about to say rum but I was like, no, I ain't no damn This rum. is rum. Yeah, and then, because I was like, you ain't know it was I said vodka at first, but once I knew, once you said it wasn't vodka and I knew it wasn't tequila, it was only one thing it could be after that, in my opinion. Mm. But it's all good. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's all good. Because I started, I ruled it out first. I, I did the elimination rule. So I started I ate no vodka. But if you, I told you, you probably been like, I'm
1: not drinking no gin.
0: No, I still would have did it. You have did it? You ain't got nothing else in this, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. man. We can do some it. shit for you. I just don't like dark. I can't do dark i do anything like you would be
1: surprised because that shit cool too. And I ain't just saying it. I feel you. These motherfuckers are coming out with some shit though. Everybody got some shit more. But you know this guy um actually fuck it. I was doing it. You know this guy actually had uh um he had fucking Duce and he had Ace of Spade. He the one that sold it to uh to Rick Ross. I mean to Jay Z. Yeah. Right.
0: If you could, if you look at it, it's crazy because if you
1: look at it Some of the, next time you see Du bottle and you look at that you're like
0: oh shit kind of a little it's similar yeah, similar, it is similar but yeah it was he was getting in trouble so um even for that Dell State shit I had uh, caught a case um in 2015 I think the Dell State had to be a couple years it had to be a year after because I caught my I caught my actual I did like I I went to jail in 2017 so I know I caught the case in 2016 for sure and that was. I wasn't moving like that so it might have been so, 2015 bro uh, No, nope, because t- i wasn't moving i'm trying to tell you i like like i still have i probably could tell you because i have the photos from that show because only can i say because bro i like but i've known you longer that's what i'm trying to explain to you yeah i've known you longer than that i thought that was the first time i met you nope well it probably was the first time you met me but we see each other on social media because i was always getting promoted on a lot of the greek pages at the time. okay okay saying
1: who's there was like one of them Situation. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. To see if niggas I can... don't understand back. In... Man, I'm when social media, kidding, when Instagram
0: first got lit, oh my god, I was one of them
1: dudes. I was hyped. Damn, just... that's when we talking about going. We trying to get hundred likes. Yeah, nah,
0: it's, it's nuts. It's on that level now.
1: Damn, bro, I'll never forget. We trying to get hundred likes. I was the first one to get like four hundred likes. I was hyped too.
0: Yeah, you should.
1: Oh man, what now? What social media became?
0: And the thing is, I still love social. Media. I think it's it's dope, and we just got to use it the right way. Or I wouldn't say use it, the, it ain't no such thing as using it the right way, but now you just got to get what you got to get out of that joint.
1: You don't think it became like like it can be intimidating? Not at all?
0: Yeah, it, I mean, that's it can. be real, man. No, you're right, because that that's true. It's, like, it's so fucked up how social media is now. Social
1: media is like, you see, and granted, we're not supposed to compare ourselves to nobody, but it makes it so easy, too. Yeah. Right. Like, everybody is 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 in eyesight view, right? So it's like, man, oh, they got this, or I'm not working hard enough, and it's like, you know you're I not seen supposed that, to do that.
0: I see that post. I've seen a post similar to something like that when it's talking about how social media make you feel like you're not doing enough, and you're only 21. <laughs> like, like, 21. at 21, my I ain't shit either. you ain't right. have nothing. But the reality is, though, generation is supposed to elevate. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it falls on us as the the newer um like like the older you know crowd. the new older the crowd. new older yeah I, think, <laughs> I like yeah like we're the new old kids goddamn it the new so old school we like like cause that and that's my goal now in life you know what I'm saying I know we jumping all around but it's we like because I'm we, gonna get we, back to the case yeah, yeah. I so you, it's like um my duty now. You know is to inspire as many younger individuals possible and it ain't oh look at me and try to be like me it's not that it's the situation of teaching about financial literacy teaching about credit Mm -hmm. teaching about ownership and entrepreneurship and you can still work a regular job and still own your own business why not it don't hurt you but just make sure that while you uh sitting on your dreams to uh, help somebody uplift theirs, make sure you're finding ways to still chase yours. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> Everybody talks, so it's funny, right? Cause I was talking to somebody and they was, in, they was like had, they had a problem with um, people that had nine to fives, not a problem, but they just couldn't respect them as much, whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is funny because I got a nine to five now, but it's my first time ever having a, like a career job, a corporate job, like ever. And I was just listening to them and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Cause you have no idea. And I say that because like me, I got a nine to five, but like this is my full time job as well. You get what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Honestly, to keep it a hundred, I do more hit for this than I do for my job. You get you know more
0: at other. Jobs. I make more at the other job, <laughs> but that's <laughs> yeah. But
1: it's funding this. You get what I'm saying? Like I put so I put way more time into this than anything else. I mean, like, and sometimes it's, it's, it's I know it's frustrating to my lady and my and my and my kid. You get what I'm saying? Because. Like I said, I put more time into this than anything in my life. You get what I'm saying? So it's like I definitely understand, but I wish people understood the sacrifices that you gotta make. Because if oh, you yeah. wanna, if you wanna pay, if you wanna live fancy, if you wanna live nice, or you wanna live yeah, a I wanna say way, live
0: fancy. I would just say, if you just wanna live a like the life that you really desire. It requires money. Macro. It, it requires sacrifices. Yeah. It requires money. You, uh, love, you gotta get the money. I'm sorry, so love ain't gonna pay the beat. <laughs> ain't gonna you know pay the shit. And and if you can't, and I tell women this, and I tell men this too, because there's some boss women out there that's getting to it too. So if you can't handle, you know, a person that's that's um, that's gonna be busy, that you may not that may not be the person for you. If you don't want, if you want either you either want a person that's gonna be out here getting to the bag and making it happen, or you're gonna have a person that's always in your face, gonna irritate you. Then you are gonna get mad because like why you ain't out Let doing do nothing? something. You talking about this case, man? What's up, bro? Yeah. So what? What, what did you? See? I you can't call. fuck the things. Fucking yeah, yeah. the things. What I, happened? I um, I had caught a gun case in Michigan mm. in 2016. What's scary about this whole situation is, um, everything that happened in this case, everything that happened in this situation was life changing. So I caught the case the day before this showcase that I had. The showcase happened to be in Baltimore. All right. Mm-hmm. This is my first time ever going to ball. That's the one you won, right? It's the one I won, like over so ninety it, people, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <sighs> what, what if I would have caught that case and I would have went to jail, I would have missed that show mm. straight up because it was on a it was on a it was on a Friday. The show kids on a Saturday, but the, the party, the place that I caught it, I caught it at Michigan State. My bro had threw a party. This is like my right hand man's. He always th- we all threw parties and stuff in college. So he was throwing one. I was performing there. I caught the case trying to pick up my brother from um from his apartment and. I was speeding on campus, mm-hmm. so they pulled me out the car. I told them because at, the, at that time I had my gun license in Michigan. You can get your—I don't know how the laws in other states, but in Michigan you can get your gun license like this. It's kind of like so,
1: Georgia, I'm assuming. Yeah,
0: exactly like Georgia. So I'm like, "All right, cool. I got my gun license." But at the time, my license was suspended, and I didn't know it had suspended within like a six-day interval because okay. I had just moved back to Michigan from Atlanta and just bought the gun. The gun was brand new in the box in my book bag in the back seat so when the police pulled me up, I said yeah I got my gun but it's brand new in the box it's, it, you know nothing about it I showed her my gun license she was cool but she couldn't pull my information up so when they finally pulled it up they said your gun license is suspended so we have to confiscate the gun and, and they didn't take me to jail because they said I just don't see how they said your gun license must have got suspended within and, and that's fair you know. and it was, a, it was a fair judgment they didn't take me to jail but um, they issued out a warrant Like, six months later. So, I said, what the fuck? So, I'm not knowing that the warrant is out. I get pulled over. They take me to jail. Um, I'm fighting the case. But the case is moving fast because it's like, you know, it's a simple situation. It's a CCW violation. Mm. So, they just sentenced me to 90 days. And, you know, and I was on two years probation. So, I had a two-year sentence, but it was suspended uh, it was like jail time was only spent after the 90 days So I just did probation I didn't get in any trouble You know what I mean But I also had a pending case in Georgia From um, identity theft, identity theft and fraud But I wasn't I, I was like I was innocent But that was held over me So I ended up moving to Atlanta And I went to jail like every fucking three months Because it was always technical issues with it So I came here originally um, in 2000, Oh I came here again in 2019 I got put over in March Literally, every time I get pulled over or I go to jail, it's always for some major shit. I was going on tour with Anne-Marie, uh, the Tripola tours, Anne-Marie and Vito. I get pulled over. So I missed the first two weeks of the tour because they had me locked up for two weeks because they couldn't get the shit situated. So I finally bonded out, got everything situated, um, had court dates, but then pandemic happened. Mm. So right before the pandemic, um, somebody had broken to my house. I called the police. I'm living in the cab. These motherfuckers say, I got a warrant for my arrest again because they said failure to appear in court. I said, what the hell? I never got any Give information. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> this is every year that I'm in Atlanta. Bro. I'm going to jail. So then they finally said, uh, they finally figured out it was a technical issue on the court behalf. So they wasn't supposed to issue me that warrant. So I finally got out. I haven't been to jail since. Um, and I finally beat the goddamn case.
1: Congratulate. Can we man. clap it out for that, man? Clap it out for my God.
0: God lord. Damn, bro. You've been through a head. hell
1: of a lot to just yeah. to, but you've been working. To be an RB it, singer. <laughs> but, but this entire time you've been working though. Always. And, damn, bro. It's damn bro. We gotta slow down. We gotta relax. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. He said he got it. I was like, I wanted to go somewhere, but then you, you made a great point, and I'm like, yo, to be an R and B singer, but you say that as if like that's something different. But it's crazy because the world look at you guys as something different. Like R and B singers <laughs> like as like you guys are like light-skinned with the the, I mean, damn, you are like skin, but I don't care. Shit. <laughs> but saying, I, like I stand with my the truth. braids going back, yeah. with the like we, we, the we picture R and B. Yeah, we picture R and B singers. as, like like such. genuine, but it's like bro, like R and B singers are just like,
0: but nah, not, not even Chris Brown. Chris Brown got a little, he a little uh, with with he was a blood. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if he was. I think he still is. Yeah, I but don't that's, know, that's some shit you did not be. That's my you point. But <laughs> the world
1: we look at, see, Chris, we look at R and B singers like. Soft. If,
0: but if you look at Chris Brown in the beginning and Trey Stone's in the beginning. He was sixteen. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So people have those those stigmas behind it. But I don't care. I love it. like you got you got, you know what I'm saying? Try Some real rugged niggas out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that's the thing. <laughs> I just I didn't yeah, I don't know. I didn't I don't know. I just stay on. My, I stay in my lane. You know, so I don't go out here trying to be tough. I just hold my weight. You know, so I'm in the gym. You know, what I'm saying my people around me keep the pistols on them. And you know, what I'm saying and shit. We, I don't know. We just real niggas at the end of the day. Like, cause I'm from Detroit, so all that pretty boy shit, that shit don't mean nothing. You know, so I've been fighting my whole life, even in college, dropping shit. So then it's like it is what it is. It's,
1: it's so much ground to cover with you, bro. Cause it's so much to talk about. I think you you're one of the people that's really grinding and, and like been doing it for a while. Yeah. But I still feel like me personally, just on I'm the outside looking in, so I say it with all due respect. I feel like you ain't getting the respect that you deserve from like on a higher level. You know what I'm saying? Like from your peers, I think niggas respect you. Niggas that know you, yeah. of course respect you, but like on a
0: higher level as far as the industry. I think um and I had a conversation about this yesterday. I think what happens is um where we are in a society, a lot of people, if they didn't get it the way you got it, or if they're not hustling, like even say you got it easy, mm-hmm. but I'm working hard. You can't even respect my shit because it's like- I can't even understand it's for You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, that's, and, and it's not your fault, but that i run into that. A lot of these cats- they grind, but they ain't grind like me. Like they, mm-hmm. People don't know what it's like to put your own money up in front of your own career because a lot of people ain't had to do it. Mm-hmm. They've been doing it at a level where, yeah, I've been able to make stuff shake and do shows and make and go on tours, but there's always been somebody there that kind of cradle you. I haven't never had that. I'm the nigga that got hundreds hundreds of thousands of dollars that I didn't create on my own, and I didn't pay for my way on a lot of shit, and, and still, I'm the nigga that got the real nice jewelry and and the nice big ass houses and all the businesses and the nice cars, but I created myself. I mm-hmm. did this with no help from anybody. So some people they they just can't. They like they either they just too too fake and I'm just too raw for niggas. Mm-hmm. And, and and I see it sometimes when I'm dealing with some of these artists and 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 seeing how they act when they're around me. And I don't hold it against them because I understand that you can't even figure out why you don't like me mm-hmm. or you can't even figure out why you you don't show me no love in your most vulnerable moments though right yeah.
1: um, when you at home by yourself you know what I'm saying when the camera's not on and shit like that I ask people this all the time how are you really feeling then you know what I'm saying because it's easy when you out and you're like man nah I'm good like it's the insecurity within them and it's, it's just them and like you know like my time coming but when you at home and you're doing your darkest moments and your darkest days how do you really feel in those moments are you like how how you take that
0: I don't know I, I, I ain't gonna lie like I don't, I don't really have like I'm such a high of life lovey-dovey, like, great-spirited individual. Now I ain't gonna lie. I've, I've never felt suicidal about shit in my life. I've never felt down to the point where I say, like, oh, I ain't gonna make it because making it is a perception. Mm. All right? Success is a perception. Success for me could be different for you. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I, I'm already successful. I have businesses that I, I make a lot of money residual, monthly, and annually, you know what I mean, that, hey I don't got to do music ever just like in your shit I make more money doing everything else than I do music Mm. but where it goes coincide it's the fact that the music and the popularity and the fan base creates the 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 clientele for other businesses that bring in revenue Mm. I can post my music and say hey I just dropped a new song. Y'all go follow it. Go go download it. Go stream it. You know what I mean? And I'll get a nice little traction. But let me drop a picture of me closing on a house or me dropping a new car or me showing a check of a hundred thousand that I got from a bank because my credit is good. Now I got my DMs blown up. Mm. Can you show me how to do this? And guess what? Either way goes, we I win regardless. Mm. Because what people do is they're gonna remember like, damn, that's Nick Lavelle. He helped me my credit and he helped me buy a house and he got some good music. And he be friends, like it'd be so much stuff that, and I'm cool with that. Mm. At the end of the day, I always make this path. Like even if I don't make it to that level on the music, I'm good because I know I'm gonna be a millionaire regardless. And I know I'm gonna be able to create more bosses. I'm gonna be able to create more opportunities for others because maybe sometimes your, your calling in life may not be for what you wanna do, but it may be something different. I may be here to change other lives. I may be the person that can separate or, or, or create the opportunity for the next big star. Because I didn't have nobody to go hard for me, that I I know what it I know what it takes to go hard for somebody else and take them to the next level. My daughter is nine; she's talented. So I know for sure. All fails, I got a child for sure that I know I can make uh, a star, and that will change the generation to come for our family. So before we get to
1: plan B's and like I don't know, like because when you say things like that, I just hear uh, you accepting life, right and. If I'm, if I'm wrong, correct me, but from what I saw, I saw Nick Lavelle doing the music first before all of this. Mm-hmm. Granted, you had to mature, and you had to learn how to do real estate, how to get your credit right, how to do all these things that generate more money, but I saw the music first. And when I think of somebody that's doing music and still doing it for so long, I mean,
0: what, 10-plus years? What we probably... I would say 2000 and uh, – it ain't been 10 years. It ain't been 10 years? I'm probably pushing at 7 okay. because that 2015 – is when I really got it popping. Okay. I always look when I graduated college. That's so when I started. Even even so seven even seven years.
1: Even seven years. Somebody have been doing music for seven years, right? And you get into all these other things, and you see the success behind it, and you see how how good it's doing, and is it flourishing? And you look at it and be like, but it's not. But your music ain't flourishing as good as that. And you just started that. Is no frustration whatsoever in it? Honestly,
0: <sighs> it's. And if okay. it's not
1: what, what? No, the I got you. Point? I got
0: you. I got you. It's. It's. I wouldn't say because I. did I didn't had those moments years ago. Mm. Um, you got to get to a point in your life where you realize how this world works. You got family and friends that won't even support you more than a stranger. So right. when you once you got that, once you understand how that works, all this other shit don't even matter no more. Cause it's like, damn, I got family. I got girls. I didn't fuck the shit out. Of. I'm like, damn, you mean tell me you can't repost my shit? <laughs> but I got this chick who in love with me from fucking uh, North Dakota. They ain't never see me there in life. She reposting it. Once you start, once that happens. You oh I can't even feel bad about this no more. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't I, the days of because I didn't I didn't shed real tears because I was like damn I had a show I told everybody to come to and it was free and y'all didn't come that shit hurt. How did but you I, get through I, that though? Man, just it, once it keep happening, it's over. Like yeah, it's <laughs> it's like, like I'm used yes, to <laughs> it now. You come numb to it. It's like yeah. once you show me your ass, motherfucker, it's oh, all right. Kissing that motherfucker, I'm out. Yeah, like, I, I get that, it. I get and, it. And and ultimately that's what it came down to. I got to the point because if I was terrible. If I was an artist that just didn't make good music, then sometimes you can have that moment in that that real conversation yourself, so like, "Damn, maybe I'm not good enough." But when you make music and you got you put it out, and you got different people from different parts of the country, sometimes different parts of the world. Streaming and posting different songs that you didn't put out at different times of your life, you know you're you this you know you meant for this shit. Yeah. You know you make quality music, you know you make good enough music. And at that point I don't even need no validation. Yeah, I don't need validation because I know that I make the type of music that people are listening for, Mm -hmm. looking for. Then to take it to a next level, when I'm able to go into venues in cities and states that I've never been in, you never heard of me, and I'm able to move the crowd the way I do. Guess what? I didn't prove to y'all that I can do this shit. All right, I know major artists with deals that's on major levels that can't even do what I do. They label can't even get them on these tours, or right. they won't even put them on these tours because it won't be a waste of money. Right, and I do it. So it's like I be like I said, I be numb to this. I'm having fun. I'm at a great place in my life, and I'm only elevating because it's like I'm watching everybody around me lives change. Get my fine. girl a crib. That was a big. That was a big moment for me. You know what I mean? Because I seen where she was at, and. You know, like I said, it, it's a it's a, dom, it's a domino effect, you know, doing the music and getting to them new levels and being praised and um, having the opportunity to showcase your talent. It just leads to more opportunities for other things to do. And I think that's what artists lack at, though, because where another artist can have a big record, right, and all they thinking about is music. You know what I mean? And some of them may do stuff and they don't show it or they don't talk about it. But um, when you're a major artist and you got that platform, it's so much stuff you can do with music. I don't, you don't even need to talk about. Oh, my label ain't letting me release no music. Fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? Because now at this point, I got the fan base. I'm about to do some other shit, or I'm at least do some other shit till they get off till they get out of that 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 little mobile they on. I'm gonna do other shit that's gonna bring me income and keep the bag rolling. But
1: it's easy to say. But I feel like when you're in love with something, you love something wholeheartedly and genuinely. And somebody won't let you do something that you love. That hurts.
0: No. Mm, give or take. Because they, why they not let you do it? You know, and this, and I had these conversations about deals and artists signing deals. Artists sign deals when they're fucked up or when they're vulnerable. Mm. So instead of just having somebody look at the contract <laughs> and getting and making sure that the person that's looking at the contract is somebody that's not connected to the goddamn motherfuckers that you dealing with. It don't make sense. It don't make sense. You feel me? Because I hear about that all the time. You He's got like, no.
1: the label lawyer looking at your contract. Yeah. That makes no sense.
0: Retarded. <laughs> but <laughs> it's <laughs> all good. It's all good. You know what I'm saying? Because you live and you learn. And, and I, I see a lot of artists trying to. But when you got these kids coming from, from these areas in these these um, inner cities where they don't got anything. Nothing. You can't tell them shit. It's kind of hard because they already mentally aren't grasping the, the concept of how life works and Business and contracts A lot of them Not even finishing school So they don't know The knowledge about it So how you mean to Tell me Oh I gotta go find a label I mean I gotta find a lawyer To look at this nigga. And the fact that they Gotta know the difference Between an entertainment lawyer And a regular lawyer It's tough man Facts. So they be putting
1: them. The, never the situation They really never gave us A fair shot for real I wanna say something I wanna get your, your thoughts behind it All this shit is, is random This is dope shit That I'm having this conversation <laughs> with you. Um, I think Drake once said this Right And I wanna Get your opinion it Kush roll glass for I prefer the better things. Niggas with no money at like money isn't everything. What you mean, think about good
0: that? Time. They seem trying to ruin it. Uh yeah, that's the, that that the statement the right there. Yeah.
1: That statement. How say niggas time. with no money at like money isn't everything.
0: Yeah. I mean I love I love playing both sides or at least giving perspectives. Yeah, I think if you never had money, how could it be anything to you? How could it mean something if you never had it? Because mm. you, you don't know what it's like to have money. So at the end of the day, it's like, why do this? Why? I never had it. So why does it, why does it hold that much value? I've been making it through life the way I've been making it through. And I've been having a good time. You know, I may struggle from time to time, but that's my struggle. That's my story. So... Why is money held to a higher pedestal? You know what I mean? Of course, money can change lives, you know what I'm saying? Because if you give somebody some money that never had it, mm. don't y'all see the reaction? Do y'all see the stuff that people do when they never had something? You know what I mean? So that's the one side I look at it. Now, if you have money and you've, and you've grown to accustomed this type of lifestyle, mm. now mm-hmm. you have to maintain it. Now money is everything because you have to keep up with what you got going on because you already became accustomed to what this feels like. And if you don't keep this going, you don't know what it's like not to have money. So I look at, you know, I try to bring both perspectives.
1: Man, um, (laughs) you know, I I used to be one of them guys that said, like, money wasn't nothing. You know what I'm saying? It It ain't about the money. And then I got some money, and I'm like, damn, this not enough and I remember I, I, I never forget like um, you know we had those you, you hear the girls eat the podcast about six figures and shit like that yeah. and I never forget like I got my first job it was like six figures and it, w- it was I appreciated it but I understood that at that moment it's like this ain't shit what the fuck is this but it's like, it's so much more than what I had before. Yeah. But it's like I understood what niggas was saying. And now I listen to these words. I, li- I listen to these lyrics differently when a nigga say, niggas with no money act like money isn't everything. It is. Like, I went to the dentist the other day, right? And, I'm, and I was just uh, just I was just telling my girl, like, yo, we really, as African-American culture, we really never had a fair shot. You know what I'm saying? Because And we so if, behind, too. Bro, if your parents, right? Like, hypothetically, right? If, if your parents is doing all they could do to, to help you survive, like, to, to, to survive. The little things that's so super important, like taking you to the doctor every six months, right? They they can't even do it because they don't have the insurance, right? right. Or they can't even pay the, the the premiums and things like that. And I'm like, yo, the fact that I can go somewhere and I can take care of my medical bills, I can pay for the food that I need to take care of so I can take care of myself, that all costs money. So even before we get to the shiny, the, the, the diamonds, before we get to the cars, before we get to the clothes, money is literally how the world go around. And they say money is the root of all evil. No, it ain't. Money is the people with it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's why when I think the of the type money- type of people with it, exactly,
0: and I think of the money, I'm like, bro,
1: it ain't. You can't sit up here and tell me money don't mean nothing. You can't sit up here and tell me money don't yeah. mean nothing because it could change your fucking
0: life. I said, if you give money to a sad person, I promise you, 99% gonna smile. You feel I me? Mean? I mean, that's just my take. You your credit it. was
1: messed up. You got you got your credit together how?
0: Um, <clears throat> strategic disputing, but it <laughs> I'm sure you had to invest in some. It costs money. No matter how I cut it, but I say that all the time too. I say, I say, listen, you gotta change your life. It, it start with a couple dollars here and there, and they don't gotta be. You ain't gotta have a couple thousand just to get shit done, but you can start with little stuff. And I always tell even clients that I bring in on the programs, i will be like, look, this is how much we charge. <clears throat> we'll do a two payment plan. We'll do one portion up front when you get the other half. We'll get the you know get the starting. But it's we we break it down to make it easier on people. But it's still like it's some money gotta be. Got to be paid in some way, shape, or form. Unless you got good credit, yeah, if you got good credit. But, but if, good if you credit, got good credit, then you get some money. Yeah, if you to have good credit, you had to have made some some very rational decisions. You know what I'm saying? Financial sacrifices. Yeah, you got facts. to.
1: Like I just got my shit up and it's lit right now. Like I ain't even.
0: And that's what I. That's what I preach to people. I say, man, y'all don't know what it feels like to have good credit and apply for something and it's approved like that. Yeah, you ain't got to do no documents. They go, what? Yeah, man. you look at the, the
1: pre-approval thing. Like, oh, I'm glad. Oh yeah, once you get the pre-approval, <laughs> oh yeah, it's over. It's, I it's love pre-approval. Yeah, but... Pre-approval is the best feeling. Yo, do you
0: think you ever see yourself getting signed at all? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I already got situations on the floor. Now it's really now it comes down to me. Well, well, what what would this deal look like? Like, I don't even understand why would you get signed? Because, because this thing with music, you want the push. You're only going to go so far independent. And even independent is not what you think. People think, everybody say, oh, they're independent. No, independent is what I'm doing. Independent is putting your own money up and then figuring out, just solely on your fan base, spending money on marketing and advertising and doing ads on social media and paying blogs to talk about you. That's independent, all right? With me just uploading my music on a random distro kid or TuneCore or CD Baby and stuff or, or United Masters that's independent. You getting distribution through a major label or a label that has a major label as a parent company that's not solely independent because you have help. Mm. Independent is no help and just literally paying your way for stuff or just it being solely off of your fan base organic right. straight like like just like I said genuine shit. So you want that um major label push because there's no major artist that's not signed to a label. Even I mean? Drake signed to a fucking label. Hell yeah, yeah, he signed to one of the worst deals ever. But that's the reality. People don't know. They see the everybody, little baby, the biggest rappers in the world are signed to terrible deals. Mm. Right now they probably in a more favorable deal now because they didn't prove their their value and it's not a shot at them. It's yeah. just it's just the reality. Of the industry, and the thing is, this is where I talk about. If I'm a Drake, Drake, his life is different because now everything he 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 can go anywhere and probably get everything for free. Got clothes. People want to make clothes with him. Everyone do sponsorships, partnerships. So he's getting money off all that, and you know he probably don't have to do music. But and now you see as the bigger they become, the less music they drop. You know, because now it's almost like, all right, now I just need to just pace myself. All right, if I'm future, I could drop an album once a year you know that's cool back then Future used to drop four five mixtapes left and right Drake used to drop mixtape by the mixtape Wayne same thing cause they had to they had to yeah. now they're at a point now where they could just alright we could do you know it's crazy Cole bro
1: Star, so. I have people come on this show man I'm always everybody be like yo you can't be so uh so biased like you gotta be in the middle and like bro it's my show I say what the fuck I want and, so yeah, what, keep it and up. When, I, when I I'm against getting signed not all the way like probably 60-40 but I feel like a nigga like you, bro. You getting these pool parties? Your pool parties lit on your own. Mm-hmm. You got a celebrity basketball game. You got the fucking credits you doing. You got so many things that you doing. You doing these tours on your own. And I'm like, I'm if you that get show on, my own. on your Real. own, and I see it, I'm like, yo, you get signed. Like they just gonna put the money up. The money that you already been putting up, you gonna have to pay them back, right? So
0: this is the reality. This and I'm it's gonna like tell you credit card. it's just like <laughs> fucking credit. Why well, spend your money? Spend somebody else's. It I don't just, make I, sense. As soon as I said it, I hit <laughs> me, I hit it hit me like, I'm the wrong <laughs> nigga to say that too. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm looking for the nice bag because facts. it's, it's the card. same yeah. thing. Let me facts. tell you, it's facts. the biggest billionaires, y'all. All right, so everybody's seeing this shit with Elon Musk, right? Yeah. He bought Twitter. Do y'all know how he bought Twitter? I don't. All right. Talk he to broke me. it down in four ways. You all got right? some more drinks? talk to me. Yeah. So, Can he got know? investors that gave him $16 billion, mm-hmm. All right. Pull then on he, on had, my bad. he had- he bad. Oh, my bad. My bad. Yeah, you say the same shit. I said it to the chicks. Yeah. Hey, put your own down danger. Yeah, because if you- You know what I'm saying? Like, I want not you. Issues, <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's what I'm um, I was just looking at it on Twitter. So, he $16, he 16 billion was from investors. Another- uh, 16 billion was from stocks. It wasn't yeah. liquid cash. And then the other, I think the other like 10, 15 billion left, because he bought it for like 46 billion, was probably some some cash that he had or some type of stuff. But the number one thing I, I thought about was he did bring in investors. 16 mm. billion. That's a billionaire. He's one or two richest yeah. people in the world. Why, I my own money? Why he ain't spend his own money? I'm Why? not about to do that. Exactly. So same concept for the label. Mm. Go ahead. Because the only thing you're getting is, even if you give me a 360, you're giving me the push. You're giving me the money up front. You're giving me the budget, the marketing dollars to push my singles and my, my albums and make me a big-ass star. Um, it, it falls on you as a person. I'm a marketable individual. I'm personable. I'm already doing the small things that people can attest to. I'm, I'm taking the pictures. I'm pulling up on people. I'm going to the, the uh, food banks in certain cities when I touch down. I'm involved, I'm in my fraternity, I'm heavily involved in my fraternity. Um, I help people with a lot of things. I help change lives. So now you give me the bigger scale, the bigger platform. Mm. I'm gonna make way more money than what the fuck the label's gonna give me anyway, but all I need is the push. I just need you to give me the the, the platform. Because that's ultimately what I need. Every time I step in a store, I mean in a show, in, in a venue, and I perform in front of people who don't know me, and I gain fans, That's the same shit. I'm
1: gonna gain money from it. Yeah, it's over. So you 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 would be pro 360.
0: Yeah, I don't care because the 360. The thing is, I already got money. I already make money. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I don't give a fuck about paying you back. It's the same thing I would do with a bank loan. It's the same exact thing. I don't care. You could get because how do you how do this make sense anyway? When I look at situations, if I'm the artist with the talent, but I have no money, you say I got the connects and the money. I'm gonna give it to you, and I'm gonna make you big. I just want a piece of everything. Why is that a problem? Mm. I always ask people this: like, oh, you signed for a three hundred and sixty deal, but what? Like, what's the issue with it? Because so, what, what are you? If you didn't have no fucking money anyway, and I didn't made you a high ass a, a pop star. And all I'm asking for is I need to make my money. I got to make my money back. Yeah, it I makes gave you the money. Yeah, I got to get my sense. money back. Is that fair? And I don't want But they be putting a little extra on top. But too. that's how well, why why would I give you money just to get what I yes, got back? Interest. That's dumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I could just kept my money. I didn't have to deal with none of that. So I'm going to give you money even if I want double back. Fuck it. I want double the money I put up. I made money off of you. It is what it is. So
1: why do niggas go wrong? Cuz we see like it, this ain't nothing new. what we see oh, all these you know artists go
0: wrong cuz every they don't have the fucking business sense. They don't have the the mindset, these are hood niggas that's coming from nothing. They don't have anything. They don't have nobody coaching them about credit. If I get an advance for, let's say, a, I sign a deal for a million. Mm-hmm. An advance is like a quarter million, mm-hmm. all right? I'm going to take the whole quarter million and I'm going to invest it. That's it, mm. all right? I'm going to invest the whole quarter million. And that's just what it is. I'm going to gonna I'm gonna try to figure out what is their repayment. What is your repayment structure? What is the repayment amount that, like, what do you need back to get me out of my deal, because that's the thing I need to know. I need to know what, how much it costs to get out the deal, and how much are you looking to get by the end of the deal? You know what I mean? That's just the numbers that you got to look at. You give me a million, you probably want three million back. You feel me? So how the fuck do I turn a million to three million? That's all I'm thinking. Outside of music. You know, and you only giving me a quarter million to a half million up front to work with as far as, like, advance. So how do I use this money to make more money outside of music? Because you can flop that is a legitimate thing like it might not be your season you will drop the same time drinking a little baby drop now you can getting overshadowed and, but you probably put out some quality shit but it's not getting so you got to be strategic about that so it's like a lot of cats go wrong because they get this money they go buy their mama house i understand you know mama need a crib do mama need a crib right now mm. do she really need a crib right now because right now i ain't gonna lie like you got to think about yourself this music industry is a dangerous game. You got to be selfish in that beginning. It's just like sports. That first contract, what you doing? You can't buy everybody a crib and everybody a car. You have to you got to you got to get you you got to get in the green first. You in the red. How you buying people shit in the red? Mm. So I think that's where a lot of artists go wrong at cuz they they get the money, they go buy a chain and they spend 60 and 70, 80,000 on a chain and a watch and then they they buy all these clothes and they want to fly private jets, sir, you are not him yet. And it's okay. <laughs> Get to him and then do it. <laughs> fuck. It, it. Fuck. And I see it all the time. I look mm. at um Fetty Wop. People don't remember Fetty Wop sold his song for eighty thousand mm. to Leo mm, Cohen. Mm. You feel me? Sold his biggest record mm. for eighty band. Like what the fuck? But he was fucked up. Probably didn't have no money like that.
1: It probably made a hundred. And I ain't talking about 100000 Okay, okay. Well, I thought, yeah, all right. All right <laughs> it probably that made up. That Fetty a, Wap
0: huh? run was insane.
1: Probably one of the craziest ones of our time. Yeah,
0: and he's from like y'all. He from the East Speaking Coast. Jersey, yeah, he from think, Jersey, I think. Yeah, Something he's like from that. He from Patterson. So, Damn. And he had mm, mm, six, seven records. That was some top ten back shit. Back to back to back. Back to oh. back. I said, oh, hell no. You, you tripping. I would have spaced them bitches out. There's no way <laughs> Fetty Wap should be in the position that. he's. That That's why I be like, damn. And, and, I, and sometimes you feel bad, you know what I mean. He feel like, but he didn't have. He, he obviously didn't have the right uh, financial advisor around. Uh, and then he probably didn't have no nobody around to really, really like just help structure stuff because you know he he was he was tal- He still is talented, you know. What I'm saying I still listen to his music to this day, you know. And it's just, nah, I wish I could it's unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate for the situations that people uh, are put in. But you know you can't blame nobody but yourself because not knowing something is one thing, but the ability to seek knowledge and not doing that—I can't hold. It. That's yeah. on you.
1: Yeah, that's on you. Everybody got the the uh, the ability to go find. Exactly,
0: it out. we got the ability to go on YouTube. Yeah, YouTube Billy University to is a motherfucker. Exactly.
1: Yo, question. Um, before we get out of here, we I'm, I'm gonna talk about some music. But um, one thing that I notice that's uh, different about you than it is with me and a lot of people I even know. You were able to like use your fraternity in in, in, a, in a good way, to help uh, progress in your career. Mm-hmm. I, I'm under, I'm trying to figure out like how did you get it? Because even now I just be like, I'm in a fraternity is okay, but like if I see somebody in a fraternity, we're in a fraternity, but if not, but I feel like you was able to master that,
0: and I'm still working on it. I mm-hmm. I, I like we. We literally, I just posted it uh, on my Facebook, probably, like, because my fraternity is very active on Facebook. Like, we have the Facebook group chat and stuff like that. So for years, even when I was, like, even after I crossed, early on in my career, I was using my fraternity to do events because when IOTAs do events in different cities and different states, I will reach out to them, and I will communicate with some of the brothers over in that that, that chapter, and I'll say, what y'all got coming up? Can I come perform? And I'll pave my own way. I'll come out there and just just put me on the fly and make me make it look good. Make me perform in y'all little situation. And I kept doing it. And when other frats see it, it's like I'm a popular individual in my fraternity. I'm already a popular individual in general, but then now you attach me to IOTA, it makes... You know, and it's just anything. It creates a better vibe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's going to come with the good and the bad. Some people look at me and be like, oh, I don't fuck with him. And then that may be a knock on Iota. Then when people do fuck with me, then it's like, oh, that's a plus for Iota. Like, oh, he's an Iota? I didn't know that. But now, you know, some young kid, a freshman of college, may be a fan of my music, music. And now yeah, he to like, oh, I him. want to be Iota. You mm-hmm. know, it, it works like that. And a lot of frats, um, a lot of my bruh's seen that and they see an opportunity for even for their chapter to bring like more awareness to their chapter. Um, it made the, it made the event look good because they like damn our bruh came here and turned this bitch up and now everybody like damn who was that and they, oh the Iota do a lit ass event so domino effect and then once you understand like I before I even did music I did events and shit in college so what I did was I ended up doing um. I figured out how to get money out of the universities. And I took that same concept to other universities across the, the country. Mm-hmm. And they just didn't know. And I showed my brothers how to get money to pay for me without them paying out that pocket. I say, look, y'all pay for me to come to y'all university. This is how you do it, this is who you contact. Once they did that, I gave them a kickback off every booking. So now they're making money, they got a lit event, and it's just a relationship builder. And then I just kept being at different events all over the country. and. You know, so I feel you know. like
1: that's something that a lot of us need to um, take advantage of. You know, what I'm saying, especially when we in these organizations and um, corporations, because I feel like I don't know if you're going to do it, then do it 100. percent Yeah, why stop now? I I feel like um in the D9 we sometimes look at iota as like the laughing stock. Mm-hmm. What made you choose that route? Like, what made you go iota route? Um,
0: wanted to be different. Mm. When I went to college, I was um, interested in capital. Um, I was fucking with the Kappas. Um, I was for sure, I, was, I, I knew I was like, going to be a newt because that's just, my cousin was that. He had just crossed as a freshman, and he had came um, to my, like my senior year in high school, he was just around me. I was under him, and he was just kind of like grooming me to be a newt. But I continued to get into it with the chapter at my university with some of the members, and I just couldn't see myself joining the organization after realizing, like, damn. We don't even get along. Yeah, it's like, how am I going to be, you know, how you supposed to be my bro? And I didn't understand. I was 18, 19 at the time. So I'm not understanding discipline. I'm not understanding. I was a cocky-ass nigga. So nobody could tell me anything. So you got that on top of nigga nigga. I'm, I'm fucking the same bitch as you fucking. So mm-hmm. why I fuck, like, nigga, I ain't about to, hell no. Nah. That's how my mindset was. At that time, at 18, I'm 31 now. So looking back at it, it's like, I made the right choice because I felt that I did what I need to do to change something. My chapter has won every step show in the last four years. Stroll loss, they won chapter of the year, in our fraternity, and the whole fraternity, we won chapter of the year. Like, just shit like that, I was like, damn, I never, like I like you have a vision for something, but you don't know how big that vision gonna become until you look back 10 years from now. And mm-hmm. I'm almost 10 years into my fraternity. Same,
1: you know I'm, I'm almost 10 years too. You was, I was 13 20? or 13? 13, 13. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm fall 12, fall, fall 13. So, oh, wow. I'm almost 10 years. Yeah, yeah I'll
0: yeah, be 10 this November.
1: That's what's up, man. But,
0: yeah, dude, that shit Congrats. is crazy though. Yeah, appreciate it because it's like, uh, yeah, like. it's
1: crazy because, like, you know, um, when I was young. Uh, and who who who, who would have thought we've been talking about fraternity shit on here? I never talk fraternity shit here ever. But um, I always try to
0: talk fraternity. I, I'm always finding. a way I never to bring talk it fraternity in. shit. But since we're here, why. like you, I, like and I know when you. Say I used shit, to be out as fuck. Yeah, but you can't.
1: It's because I'm a Gemini, bro. Like what your birthday? June the fifth. Oh wow!
0: It's sweet.
1: like when I was out, I was super out. Yeah, like, I remember super, yeah, you but gonna, that, you always been lit. Though. But now it's like you can't even get me to talk about Q. like. Omega Man, side vibe you
0: know, I love y'all fraternity too Cause it's like You know That would have been um, If I didn't if You know what I'm saying If I didn't join my fraternity It was always gonna be between Kappa and Q But I,
1: I wanted to commend you Cause I think it's dope When I Now being older right And anytime I think of Iota's like and This is like probably Five years after I crossed I was like yo For people to join this fraternity Knowing that We make fun of it I respect them no. That's how I always look at it because, yeah. I mean, I feel like I mean, it's it's not it's, it's nothing to hide or, or be ashamed of. I feel like the fraternities kind of do make yeah. fun of I don't know about it, now. I'm not yeah. in school.
0: Still, it's always going to be that yeah. way. You know, the, when you realize this, it all goes back to that same scenario earlier. When you're always, when this has always been the narrative, who gives a fuck? Because mm. it's like, when you think about it, it's like, it's almost the same shit as you make fun of a fat person. Mm. Like, what, what are you mad at me for? Why are you making fun of my fraternity because we was last? It's not, like, I didn't know, like, that that's what they was going to do, but I joined this fraternity because it, it fit what I was looking to do on my campus and what I had envisioned for the future. You. What, what are you mad for? And you I, I mean? tell kids, why, why, you know, why are you bro, talking about this? It don't it matter. I go, it, uh,
1: damn, I love this conversation. When I, when I, go, tell, <laughs> when I go talk to, to kids at universities now, I was like, you know, I feel bad. I feel like I'm slighting my fraternity a little bit because I, I don't tell kids to, I don't tell uh, kids in college to pledge Omega or or, or be a Omega sci-fi. You know what I'm saying? I don't tell them that. I say, make sure you choose something that fits with you that you want to do. Right. And if it's nothing that you want to do, you can create your own. Because we've seen it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like we have organizations on campus now that are not a part of the D9 that it's flourishing. And if you don't, if you if you don't see anything that's on campus that reflects what you want to be, you don't have to become anything. You could create your own thing, and it could be just fine. And people might make fun of you, but that's who that's what you stand on, and that yeah. makes you more respectable and commendable as a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what I think. But whatever, we we off that. Um, what you got going on, man? What's the music like? Talk talk to me about the music.
0: Like what how- Man, uh, just working on a lot of records, um, getting ready to drop a project called Toxic. Mm. I just got to get this, I got to get it out. I've been working on it for like a year and a half and um, the music on there is just it's toxic, but it's fun and it, it kind of gives people more insight of my life cuz I think I'm, I'm I'm definitely talking about stuff that I experienced, you know, just in a you know, a, a metaphorical way. Mm-hmm. But um I I'm, I'm just like like I guess I'm at that point in my life where I just want shit the flow, you know. I mean cruise control, but I'm still applying pressure if that makes sense. Um, and, and just ultimately, you know, I'm just trying to elevate every Bro, day.
1: You've been working since I know you. Like you, I look at you and I'll be thinking about me because like <laughs> niggas ain't really working like me, but I be looking at you like. This nigga <laughs>
0: every year, man. Yo, you've been because it's like shit. It's like I want, I want a certain lifestyle. I want to live a certain life, and I want to live it forever. And I want my children to live it. I see when I go to my my kid's school and I pick them up in the in the C eight, and I've got the Lamborghini dolls on, and them the teachers and everybody like, what the so, fuck yeah. was? That's nigga, I good. came outside so like the fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't see. even expecting that. Shit. I know nigga, what I am like, right here, like, oh yeah, shit. I was wrong. that shit, nigga, funny as hell, but this is <laughs> hey, this is how I be, But look, Facts. it's all about you know positioning and and being um, in the right position to do the things that you want to do to create the generational wealth and shit like that. That's why I had an interview where I was talking more about my businesses, and the girl was like, "We don't give a fuck. We want to hear about the music." And I was like, "You know, I ain't gonna hold that against you. You know what I mean?" Because. You know you don't you don't understand you don't know that you don't you don't know better, because mm. in order for me to still do this music, I have to have these businesses because they help fund the career for the music. For sure, it's just the reality. For sure. You know I mean? so when you say, uh, how do you if it's something that you love? It's not that I'm giving up. I'm never giving up. I'm still doing it, but it's like this. This, this, this ain't pay bring. me. This That's is just... why I got my job. <laughs> <You> feel me? <laughs> and I I can't work for anyone. That's just not me. I yeah. can't do it, or oh, I prefer not to. I can't Honestly. say I can't do it, but I I prefer not to. Trust me, honestly, you know, I man. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, so I'm cool. There's a sacrifice, that <laughs> yeah. And it's not wrong with that. Don't you yeah. ever feel discouraged about what oh, you got know. going hey, on? They, they pay me a couple they... dollars, so yeah, fuck it. <laughs> hey, man, man. If I got good ass benefits. <laughs> <laughs> i will paying out of the pocket for my benefits, That's... but fuck it, it's what it is. Yo, how
1: can they support you on everything that you got going on, man? Said it one more time. How can people
0: support you on everything you got going on? Um, just you know, I tell people this: if you already subscribe to Apple, if you already got a Spotify account or YouTube account, just. Follow, subscribe to the channels and, and and download the music. You already paying for it monthly. Mm. So it's like, shit, it, it ain't it ain't going to cost you extra to support me. What's the name of the channels? Oh, yeah, you know, it's Nick Lavelle, one on all social media, uh, digital platforms. Um, the music, you know, you see Nick Lavelle type me on Google or whatever. You're going to pull up everything, you know, and just be on the lookout for a lot of stuff that I got going on. Because a lot of stuff I do, I do a lot of free events. You know, my celebrity basketball game is free. I give away uh, two hundred free tickets for my pool party, so I'm always finding ways to still tap in with the people and make it uh, a little suitable for them. I got a pop up shop, bad bitch mixer that I got going on. That's for a bunch of uh, female businesses, stuff like that. And that's, you know, you crazy. You got a girlfriend, right? A bunch of them. I'm about to say, I don't say, know no, no, no. we... I got me a shorty. I got me. I a don't know how hell jump. you
1: like how the hell you do this, like, cause I was just talking to my cameraman about this uh, ozone. I'm like, bro. This uh, also, nigga,
0: always I'm
1: like, this nigga, Nick be having girls after girls. I'm like, I don't know how this nigga so do So it. it's really
0: like, it's, so what you see is once again, perception, you know, perception is key. I mean, you make that shit work. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is my girl like girls. So that's, okay. that's number one. Number okay. two, even beyond that, you know, it's because I don't ever want to disrespect her because I've, I've disrespected my girl unintentionally by certain stuff that I've said or done on social media, and she don't deserve that. So at the end of the day, you know, I always make sure I, I'm very respectful of her, and she she holds it down because of the simple fact that she sees where I'm going. She knows what I got going on. She's not an insecure individual. And I tell any chick deal with me, you got to have, like, tough skin. You got to be willing to go through um, certain shit, and I'm never going to make it to where you don't understand it. You know, So like I said, I just bought my girl a house. You know what I mean? And shit, all the niggas she fuck with ain't did. God damn it. I mean, and, that's, I mean yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's you feel me? Different? So, like, yeah. And, so I mean, the shit that I'm doing is benefiting you. So,
1: yeah. I mean, give me some slack. Yeah, i want going to
0: respect you, babe. But just give me some slack. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know what <laughs> And she has. You know in what the mean? most respectful way. In the most respectful way. She <laughs> has. Some slack. And, and I'm very fortunate to have her in my corner. You know what I mean? All
1: right, y'all. I appreciate you, though. We got to do another one of these. Because there's so much shit that we ain't even unpacked that we can
0: unpack. Yeah. I appreciate
1: you for pulling up. Uh, Nick Lavelle, everybody. Um, Great conversation. Great dude. Is there anything else you got to say?
0: Man, uh, phew. No, not really, man. It's just a vibe, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, you know, fortunate to even be in these positions to do these things, you know what I mean? I don't take none of this shit for granted. I appreciate you, dog. Hell yeah, I appreciate you. Nick
1: Lavelle, everybody. It's a wrap. We out. It's on the flow.